Welcome to the Peer Purpose Podcast, where we teach you how to simplify your life and you learn how to conquer one hard thing at a time on your journey into the destiny set aside for you. Welcome, welcome, my amazing listeners. I hope you all are well. I hope you've enjoyed season two so far. Lot to give you, a lot to give you. So we're going to jump right into it today. One of the coolest things about what I do is I get to see so many different facets of places. I get to see so many different angles of schools I'm in. I get to see so many different unique kids. And so one of the things that I try to look for is what are the similarities when I'm dealing with different kids in each schools? Because I've learned one thing that different cultures are just different. And so certain cultures do these things really well. Other cultures do these things really well, whatever it may be. Some cultures may have more of a unity culture in schools. I'm in some uh, might not, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But one of the things that I've actually seen as a common theme, and this is what we're going to get into today. One of the things that I've seen as a common theme is unprocessed trauma. Or you can call it unprocessed wound, unprocessed emotion, whatever you want to say. We're going to get into that today. I'm going to explain to you all a little bit about how that can affect you in, in more ways than one. And not only that, how it can only affect you short term, but long term as well. And so we're going to get right into that. So we're going to talk about unprocessed trauma today. If there's one thing that I know, I have learned that negative things that happened to me in the past, the things that I've been through. One of the things that I've learned that letting them stay around too long, the the residual effects from it, right? The things that's the stains, so to speak. I use that word a lot. The stains that are left over from that thing for a long time in my life. There's a lot of things that I've, I've overcame. A lot of these last 10 years have been journeying that journey because what I did for many years was I let that stay put. And that, to me, was one of the most fatal and hindering things that I could have ever done because I didn't realize at the moment how unprocessed trauma, unprocessed wounds, unprocessed emotion would show up later in my life. And so I want to talk to you guys today a little bit about how that shows up what to look for when you're dealing with unprocessed trauma. And so one of the things that I'm going to give you right away is how you can tell a lot if you're dealing with unprocessed trauma or unprocessed emotions, things that have just kind of been sitting there and just stirring and hovering. One of the things you can know that if you're dealing with that, here's one of the early signs of it is if you're restless, can you actually rest because if you're in a situation where you're all alone and you're sitting on your couch or sitting in your bed or whatever it is, pick a place. One of the things, if you can't sit still, I would have to propose to you the idea that you have unprocessed trauma. And so that's how it shows up. So those are some of the early warning signs of how am I dealing with unprocessed trauma? Because even some of you may listen and be like, Bobby, I don't know if I am. What do you, what do you mean? And now let me just preface all this by saying not all trauma is so like bad. Like it's not always something 
that has happened to you that's so deep, that's cut so deep, that affects your life in such a crazy way. Sure, there is some of those cases out there, right? A lot of people have been through so many different things. I mean, we all come from different backgrounds. We are all raised differently. And so if you're someone listening to this right now, you're like, well, Bobby, like, I don't see how that could be me because I haven't been through this. I'm in a two-parent home, and I love that for you. Let me celebrate that. It's amazing that you come from a two-parent home. It's amazing that your parents talk to you about your feelings and emotions. There could still be, though, some things maybe that have happened to you because of life, circumstances that may be out of your control. There may be some things that you have dealt with that would classify under trauma. But I want you to start looking at maybe some of the things that have happened to you make fall under trauma or wounds or whatever you want to call. We don't have to. I mean, we use a lot of these words, but regardless, you have something in you that is creating some unhealthy patterns in your life. And so you have to be able to recognize that. Okay, maybe you were betrayed by a friend. If you don't check that, that does turn into trauma that turns into wounds. And then what happens is, is you start self-protecting. If you're in my program in schools, you know that we talk about self-protection and self-protection. It builds walls around your heart and it actually doesn't make space for anything to get in or out. And so you learn to isolate, you learn to deal with things by surviving. And so that's one of the things that could be a wound. And so what happens is, is when you deal with things, when these things come and you get hurt, If you don't process through that and be able to open up about it and talk about it and say, okay, how did this hurt me? Why did this hurt me? What did I experience in this? If you're not able to do that, chances are it's going to turn into a wound or an unprocessed emotion, and it's going to turn into way more. And so one of the things that I want you to understand when you leave this episode is that eventually unprocessed wounds turns into a lot. And this is all out there. You can go check. guys. One of the things we might not understand is this stuff turns into disease. This can turn into a lot. I know many people, many, matter of fact, I, I heard a story as a couple years ago. I'm not going to exactly say what happened to this person, but just know they went through a lot. They went through a lot because they weren't in a position where they could process this because it was happening to them repeatedly over and over and over and over again. And what happened was it turned in to a disease. I I can't even remember the exact disease, but it might've been MS or um, I I can't remember. So I don't want to start speculating, but it's because they had unprocessed trauma. The thing kept happening to them and they couldn't do anything about it. I will tell you that I'm not going to go into because it's not my story to share, but they weren't in a position where they could get out of it until they got out of it. And finally they were able to get out of it and it turned into, because that's what happens when you repeatedly experience pain over and over again and you do nothing about it and it just sits there and you just keep stuffing it and stuffing it. What happens is it turns into, because we aren't wired to carry it. We aren't wired to carry it. So it sits and it festers and it turns into a lot of negative things. Like one of the things that just came to my memory is it's, There's a illustration out there that someone took two bowls of rice and they sat it out. And what they did was they did an experiment and here's what this experiment was. And this is just another example of trauma that can be created because of what's coming out of someone's mouth to you or what's coming out of your mouth 
to them. But what they did was they did an experiment. And this is a pretty well-known experiment probably 10, 15 years ago. I don't know if people still talk about this, but I thought it was very interesting. And what they did is they had two groups of people. And the first group, their job was to yell at the rice and be negative towards it. You're this, you're that, and just started being really negative. Okay. And then the other group of people, their job was to be nice and say, oh, you're so amazing, rice. Look at you grow. Look at how white you are, yada, yada, yada. And just as a disclaimer, I'm talking about the color of the rice. <laughs> I'm talking about the color of the rice. Okay. When I say it, it just, they just nurtured it and they spoke to it as if it was a person. Well, what happened was over time, the rice that was spoken to negatively became brown and moldy. That was interesting to me. I'm like, wow. And it just goes to show that words coming out towards something. And obviously, right, rice isn't a thing, right, to, to, to process anything. So, and then the other rice that was nurtured, I mean, it became, it got bigger. It got, became healthier. It just, it looked better than when they put it in. So that's my point. My point is over time, when things happen to us, and we don't deal with it and we don't process it and we don't actually like talk about what happened to us. We just stuff it and we say, you know what? It's fine. I'm just going to move on. I'm going to deal with it in silence. I'm going to suffer in silence. What happens is over time, it turns into things. It turns into disease. It turns into depression. It turns into anxiety. It turns into self-harm. It turns into negative self-talk even more. It turns into even if you make progress, you don't think you are making progress because you don't see it every day. And so that's the thing that I want to get across to you today, that if you sit with unprocessed emotions, I've said this a lot in my schools, if you sit with unprocessed emotions over time, it's going to show up somewhere where you're not going to want to show up. And then it won't be a choice. You'll have to deal with it right there or it will get worse. If you let something sit that is, shouldn't be inside of you, if you let maybe someone betrayed you and you just let that sit and you don't say anything about it and you don't go try to talk to someone about it, what you're pushing down and what you're trying to run from because you don't want to deal with the pain of it, it ends up becoming your normal state of how you live. And this is what I see over and over and over again. Matter of fact, I just did surveys with my schools and a lot of things, we're seeing a lot of amazing breakthrough. Like these kids are having amazing, I mean, I'm seeing kids that haven't dealt with anxiety in four months. I'm seeing kids that haven't self-harm in three, three months. I mean, it's just, it's been amazing. I see self-esteem going through the roof. I see kids just more joyful. I, I just, it's been awesome to watch this. And it's good encouragement because there's sometimes where we don't think that when we're speaking to people, right, that we make impact, but just know that consistency over time, it creates that impact because they see that you keep showing up your best self. And so one of the things I've noticed though, and it's kind of been a theme is like a lot of kids, they'll put one of the questions we ask is, do you feel better emotionally today than you did, whether it's a month ago, six months ago, whatever the measuring stick is. And a lot of them, because they can't see the progress that they've made because it's not the constant state that they live in, they don't think it's getting better. And so that's what will happen over time. You won't be able to see the progress 
that you're making, even though you are making progress. Like I just talked to someone today and they were three months free from self-harm and they're opening up more. And I'm like, you have to see that that is a big, big, big growth step. You have to see this. Six months ago, you were barely hanging on. And now you're in a position to where you're opening up, you're able to identify things more, you're able to actually process what's going on inside of you, all because you've decided to not run from the pain anymore. And I was so proud of this person. And I actually, after talking and asking questions and walking them through their journey of how they've developed and how they've grown, they finally looked back and like, yeah, I think you're right. And I'm talking about this is someone that last year suffered in silence, wouldn't share anything, wouldn't open up, wouldn't talk about it, and they were dealing with a lot. And so I had to get them to see, like, just because every day doesn't feel 100 doesn't mean you haven't made progress. And so a lot of the times what I see is they don't think that because it's not constant, 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 constant then they don't think they made progress. I'm here to tell you that if you're listening to this and you've not dealt with anxiety in three months because listen to this podcast and you've not, you know, because we've been going since November and, and, and you've, your depression's getting better, whatever it is, I'm telling you, you're making progress. You're processing that trauma. You're processing those wounds. And that's why you feel better overall, mentally, emotionally, your internal state, feels more heightened in a good way. And that's what I want you to understand today. That if you don't process the pain, the trauma, the wounds, it is going to turn into things that I'm experiencing now at times. Depression, anxiety, self-harm, negative self-talk, right? Codependency. It turns into all those things because what we're doing is we're searching for relief, not knowing that the relief is actually inside of the growth and the healthy living that we have to go after. And so I need you guys to understand that unprocessed trauma, unprocessed pain is not something that you're going to want to deal with long-term and it will turn into health problems. It will turn. I'm telling you all this stuff turns into things because what happens is we don't, we get to decide how we don't process and we don't have to talk about anything. We could say, Oh, I don't want to do that. That's fine. But you cannot Decide how it shows up down the road, whether that's through disease, whether that's through mental breakdown, whether that's through depression, anxiety, isolation, all the stuff that happens when you just let pain sit. It becomes your normal state in which you live. And so I want to encourage you today that listening to this podcast, I want you to get out a piece of paper. Yes, this is going to require some work. That's what we do here. We conquer one hard thing at a time on this journey towards our destiny that's set aside for us. That's what we do here, okay? And I believe you can do hard things. Once you get out of the piece of paper, and I want you to write down every emotion that you're feeling right now. I'm sad because my cat died. I'm feeling a little depressed because I don't have any friends. I'm feeling anxious because I have all the schoolwork to get done, and I can't get it done, it seems. Whatever you're experiencing, I want you to write it out because that's processing it. That's processing it. I want you to be able to process and pay attention to what's going on inside of you. Because if you can pay attention to what's going on inside of you, 
And then you can start looking at, okay, this is what's happening. This is why I'm stressed. It's because of schoolwork. You can start relating it to what's actually going on. And that's how you start going after the things to process everything, to get to the other side to a healthy place. I want you to picture two hands right now, okay? Like you're holding out two hands, two fists. And I want you to imagine your right hand is where you hold your stress, is where you hold your friendships that maybe are you feel they're not going so well or whatever it is, sports, and you're holding it all. And those things that you're dealing with, I would venture out to say that you're probably dealing with an emotion that's tied to them, whether it's good or bad, okay? Let's just say it's not good for the sake of this, what I'm going to share with you. But imagine two fists, okay? And you're holding all of this in your right hand. Okay, this is what I'm seeing a lot of in the young generation. You're holding all this in your right hand, so therefore it's saying, I don't have the capacity to hold anything else because my hand's full with all of this. What I want to teach you to do is, now imagine your left hand. and Imagine that this is life. My left hand is life. It's my everyday activities. It's the stuff that I got to get done. It's me being responsible for being uh, part of my family unit and what I have to do there. And I want you to imagine that even though this stuff is in the right hand, that you can still hold your life and everything else in your left hand and you can still operate that way. Sure, there's going to be stress. That's part of life. That's part of what we deal with. But if we hold it all in the right hand and say, I can't move forward, I can't move forward, I don't know what to do, then you're always going to be in a constant state of, here's my roadblock, there's no way over it. So we have to learn, though, how do I deal with stress when I have it? Okay, it's schoolwork right now. Right now i got a big load on me. Okay, so then I need to figure out how to simplify my life and how to prioritize what I need to get done so that it doesn't become a stumbling block for me or doesn't become a roadblock to where I completely melt down and have to just say, I got to throw my hands up. Okay, that's what happens when you process the wounds. You process the emotion. You figure out, okay, I'm struggling with this, but there's a way through. And if you can learn to hold joy in your left hand, even in midst of a trial that you're dealing with, something hard, and if you can admit to say, you know what, I'm stressed about work, but I'm going to control what I can control. One question at a time, one answer at a time, one assignment at a time, okay? In some cases, one test at a time. If you can learn to do that, that's how you push through to get to the other side. And then you're better on the other side and you're healthier on the other side. And then guess what happens? I've said this before in our podcast. It gets easier next time. And so visualize those two fists. Hold them out in front of you. This is my right hand. I have stress. I have this. I have that. Whatever. Make the list. And then the left-hand side, but I can still carry joy. I can still carry hope for a future. I can still look at the things that maybe are holding me back as an opportunity to build and grow and get through the challenges that I face because I know that if I get through these, the harder ones are going to become that much easier. This is one of the biggest things that I had to learn how to do. It wasn't easy at first because there was times where I wasn't very good at navigating through everything that was piled on top of me. And so I had no clue how to make my low places higher and not stay as long. I would go into funks for weeks, for months, 
because I didn't know how to navigate hard things until I finally said, this is not going to be sustainable in the long run. So I need to learn how to hold it in my right hand, what I got going on, but still my left hand be life and go forward in it. And I'm telling you, it gets easier over time if you learn to process what you're dealing with. So there's some indicators there. What what did I say at first? When you're restless, if you're sitting at home and you can't sit still, or you're always doom scrolling, whatever it is, that's a big sign that you might have some unprocessed trauma. Okay? If you're dealing with depression, if you're dealing with anxiety, self-harm, this is all signs that you have unprocessed trauma. So again, the list, write down everything that you're dealing with. Write down everything that maybe you're feeling in that moment and say, okay, why am I feeling like this? Well, today me and my friend got in a fight and it made me feel like I wasn't good enough for her or him. And it made me feel like they don't value me. And so I'm feeling a little down, sad maybe. Okay, well, that's correctable, right? That's processing it and then we can go and fix that meaning have a conversation. Sometimes conflict is good. In order for love to live, conflict has to be worked through. Okay? I'm here for you. I love you. I definitely want to hear from you. Your Purpose Podcast at gmail.com. Email me. Let me know where you're listening from. Let me know even how this podcast has helped you to this point. I'd love to hear from you. And even if you have questions, maybe I'll turn it into podcast content for an episode or maybe multiple episodes because what you have to say matters. You're worth the investment. And I want you to know that we're going to walk through this journey together. I love y'all. See you next time.